Hi, and welcome back to When the Dust Settles. We're going to be talking about rugs today. I promised you rugs, and I am delivering. So we're going to talk all about rugs, where to put them, when to think about them, which is at the beginning, by the way, and why you need them, where you can find them from, and all sorts of other rug-related things. So... I would grab a cup of tea or settle into your car seat or wherever you are and get ready to have a good listen as I bang on about rugs for the next 20 minutes or so. So why are rugs seen as being quite so important? Other than the fact that they do do all these things like warming up a room, both visually and physically, actually, they're great insulators. They really do set the tone and the mood for a room, much like a piece of artwork. And so many rooms that lack them lack a certain comfort level, both visually and quite literally, because who wants to walk around all day on a hard floor, right? Most of us have wooden floors in our first floors, at least. It gets pretty uncomfortable after a while. It doesn't feel that sort of cosy and things especially in a sitting room for example maybe in a kitchen that's all cool rugs can also make a space feel a lot bigger than they actually are they can also make a room feel visually much smaller than it is and that's why it's important to get the right size rug and place it correctly and then on top of that you want the sort of right feel in a rug for example the tighter a rug is woven, the more formal it will appear or the more sort of high end as well often. The looser the rug is, for example, like a loosely woven jute rug or something like that, you're going to have a more casual feel. It's going to be something like a sort of farmhouse vibe. So you may want something like that in your kitchen or maybe under your dining room table um, in a hallway. And then something more tightly woven somewhere in a bedroom or even dressing room. Let's stay on the bedrooms then for a minute and talk about rugs under the bed. Now, you want that rug to come past the end of your bed and out to the sides of your bed. So the bed is comfortably sitting on it, not sort of feeling like it's going to teeter off at any minute. You want the rug to either come out as wide as your bedside tables or about half width of your bedside tables. If you're hearing that half width and thinking, well, that's a bit weird because then two legs of my table are going to be on the rug and two legs are going to be off. A, I applaud you because you're thinking well, but B, I have an answer for you. If you're doing that, then you move the rug down. So the dressing table, dressing tables, what am I talking about? Bedside tables aren't actually on the rug. The rug starts just after the dressing table. Oh my God. Bedside tables, just after the bedside tables end. So this is still going to be there for your feet when you get out of bed, but it's not, the the size of it isn't going to give you wonky, wonky bedside table surfaces. Now, I would give you specific measurements, but I know you're probably not sitting here with a pen and... Also, obviously, everyone's beds are different sizes and their rooms are different sizes. So I would be giving you measurements for days and you'd probably stop listening. So I'm just going to give you 
a more visual representation of where you want your rugs to start and end comparable to where your furniture is and the size of your furniture and that should give you a good enough idea and indication so that you can make it work with your own furniture so like when you get out of your bed you want to be able to step onto that rug comfortably before you start walking away from your bed that's how much rug you want there you can obviously start getting really personal here and that's kind of the kind of designing of interiors that I love making it so personal to the person and you're going to want a bigger rug if you've got bigger feet and a bigger step size versus if you're a little tiny tiddly person because that's gonna make you feel more comfortable stepping onto that rug and getting up and again then you're not going to feel like you're teetering on the edge of it so give all of your kind of measurements and approximations a little bit of thought as to how they relate to you and it might not just be your size like for example again I'm going to bring my husband into it I'm really sorry but he's quite clumsy and so having a bit more sort of space around him is preferable. And going completely off piece, you can take it into situations like a wet room. Now, someone that showers and doesn't fling water everywhere can get away with probably the normal, minimal glass distance from your shower. But someone that has like a wonderful dancing, singing routine when they get in the shower and sprays water everywhere is going to want a bit more so that they don't soak the bathroom so when it comes to your even bed itself and then the rug thereafter if you're you know six foot something bloke you're going to want bigger dimensions around you than if you're like a five foot nothing female like me for example give it that little bit more space and you'll feel more comfortable in your own space now if you've got a big enough room and you've got side tables on each side then you can afford it and you found one that's the right size etc then you want that rug to be able to incorporate your bedside tables as well when it comes to the end of the bed you want probably at least at least a foot at the end of the bed you can go further if you've got the space again but that's that's how much breathing room your rug around your bed wants to have Rugs under tables, dining tables specifically, a lot of people freak out about because they're like, oh my God, the food, how do we clean it? It's going to get spilt on, etc. Um, yeah, sure, quite likely to happen. Good idea is to buy a dog. They'll get there before anything has a chance to go into the carpet. But if you don't have a dog and you don't intend on buying a dog, but you'd still like a rug under your table, that's cool too. You can get many, many washable rugs these days. There's a company called Ruggable. They do excellent washable rugs. They're really short pile. Things don't really tend to sort of stick in them that much anyway because they're very thin and they're washable. So that's no problem at all. Or you could get something like a like a sort of jute woven option that again they kind of naturally repel stains and you can brush them out hoover them out so stuff doesn't really get stuck you'd be surprised it kind of just all falls through to the other side but you might be a bit surprised when you actually like lift it up and look underneath if you haven't done that for a while on your clean and when it comes to sizes under tables something people often make the mistake of is not having enough space 
all around the table for whichever chairs you're using to be able to move out and in when someone is about to sit on them without coming off the rug. So that's your rule of thumb there. You need enough space around the table to incorporate the distance that the chairs are pulled out before someone then sits in them. And mirror your rug shape to your table shape. So if you've got a circular table, you want a circular rug. If you've got an oval table, you go for a rectangle, 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 square, square. Um, really, really easy. One note, I would say quickly, if you're going for a ruggable rug, in any instance, actually, wherever you're putting it, is definitely go for their included underlay. They have sort of felt, um, not felt, sorry, um like a plastic underlay that a stops them slipping stops them rucking up and gives a little bit of squidge because they're thin otherwise um, and they can feel a little bit unsubstantial and then moving from the dining table into the kitchen something that people are doing more and more is actually putting runners in their kitchen i personally have a runner under my island it just looked a bit empty and, and lacking something, I felt a bit sorry for the floor space under my island. So I added a runner there. Again, people are a bit scared of putting runners in their kitchen because they think, well, a lot of food is dropped and stuff like that. But again, you can get a lot of washable options these days. And it also depends whereabouts in your kitchen you're putting it. Now, I've seen them a lot in between the island and the main bank of units. So the sort of inner island space rather than the outer island space that faces out into the rest of the room I don't know how practical that really truly is it depends how much of a messy cook you are and how much cooking you do obviously not everyone does a load of cooking so if that's you perfect stick a rug down if not if you are anything like my husband when he cooks don't get a rug um anywhere near the cooker or the dishwasher or the sink. And then you're going to be saying to me, well, Lou, the thing is, is that my dining table and my sink and generally an area where I'd probably want another rug with like a sofa or something is all in the same room. So how the bloody hell do I find up to three rugs plus that all fit in the same room? Well, I'm really glad you asked because there are some secrets to that. So there are general rules. A, what you want to do is you want to mix up the sizes of your rugs. So we've already got, for example, maybe a round one under a round table, a slim, long rectangle as a runner. And then you can have a much wider sort of traditional, a large 200 by 300 rug or something like that. You can also mix up shapes by using something that's got a more regular shape, like maybe like a cowhide. Or there's a few rugs around at the minute that have scalloped edges. There's a lot going on and you can have a good look around to see what tickles your fancy there. And then away from sizes, you can mix up the patterns. Generally, you want a similar color grouping, although you can very much have one rug that's a hero and you want one rug that's a hero, really. You don't want them all to compete for attention. So if you have got one really crazy jazzy rug, then the others need to just sort of back it up like a a girl group in a playground you need the central figure and then the others need to complement it so the main rules with kind of patterns are you want to mix something that's geometric so for example a 
pattern that looks like a stripe or a stripe, maybe a something with hexagons, something that's like a zigzag, something that is a plaid kind of pattern with something that's either floral or kind of natural or has a more flowing line to it and or something that is a natural fiber so for example your seagrass matting your your jutes or or something that's just sort of textural and isn't a pattern so the pattern is within the texture rather than a sort of colored pattern so if you just have one of each of these but based in a similar color palette then your rugs are going to work together really well And don't forget, rugs are perfect for creating spaces within spaces. They tell your eye where to go. They group furniture together. So in these big open plan spaces, your rug is kind of like signifying the little areas within those spaces. Floor lighting and general lighting is very good for doing this too. But rugs are excellent. And when you are using rugs to bring a group of furniture together for example your coffee table and sofa and chairs you want to make sure that at least each of your front feet of the chairs are actually on the rug you don't want that little rug and this is another thing I see a lot people going too small on their rugs play big on your rug like throw it all in get a big rug because a big rug even if your room is small will make your room look bigger for some reason visually our eye goes to the edges of a rug in a room and it can very much shrink a room if you have a rug that's too small in there and let's face it none of us want our rooms to be smaller right so go for bigger rugs always and forever um so the rug your big rug will have at least all the feet of the furniture on it. You don't want that rug, like little 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 rug saying hi to you, floating in the centre of the room like a kind of magic carpet with nothing on it, nothing around it. It's a, it's a central item that pulls and links everything together. So everything you want linked together by that rug needs to be touched. So how much to spend on that rug? Well, much like most things in your house, it hovers around certain decisions and the answers to certain questions being where is that rug going to be used how is it going to be used what's your budget right now and how long do you want it to last so you're not going to spend as much money on a rug that's going in a playroom where the kids are doing their finger painting as you might in a more formal for the grown-ups living room or even your uh, walk-in wardrobe or bedroom something like that If you want your rug to last a long time and become a family heirloom that you can pass on to those wonderful little kids fucking up your other rug that was a lot cheaper in the playroom, then you're going to want something like a hand-knotted rug. Sorry if my language offends anyone, but sometimes, you know, only certain words will do. There's no bleep-out option on on here, I'm afraid. So a hand-knotted rug... Generally, as I said before, anything that is tightly, the tighter it is woven and similarly the more knots it has per square inch, the more high end it's going to look and the sort of more luxurious it's going to feel, much like anything, that also means the more it's going to hurt the old wallet. But much like anything you find, if it's beautiful, it's going to cost a little bit of money, much to my dismay often. So... 
Hand-knotted rugs are excellent. They're at the top of the kind of food chain when it comes to rugs, but they do last. They really last. They're easily cleaned. They don't have this sort of gluey backing that a lot of rugs have these days, which does start to fall apart over time. So if you're looking for something in a room... Well, they also actually do really well in high-traffic areas, not in, like, paint splurting, being sick or potty training possibly areas but high traffic areas like actually runners on stairs it's very good to have wool uh, which is a natural material and yes is more expensive but it does extraordinarily well and it lasts so much like that they are actually quite good in high traffic areas but they do cost and so taking that cost down a bit you have your sort of tufted and your woven carpets and then the ones that have like more viscose and acrylic and things like that in them. Those ones aren't so easy to clean and they've probably got like a five to ten year lifespan. A lot of them are factory made. They have glue on the back which keeps them all together and over the years this glue will break down so if if you're noticing sort of powdery stuff underneath your carpet then that is probably that rug coming to the end of its lifespan and it might be time to start shopping now i've mentioned already um today the underlays that you can get for the rugs i would almost always put some sort of felt felt rug pad underneath rug even if it's not in a slippy area even if it's on a carpet yes you can put rugs on carpet i'm going to go into that in a minute i know some of you are going to be horrified but yes you can um stay tuned you'll hear more about it but rug pads under rugs really important especially if you've got something like a flat weave that's quite thin that's not going to offer any kind of squidge you want a bit of squidge under there a b you don't want the corners to ruck up c yes you definitely don't want it slipping around and it just makes the sort of general it makes the rug feel more more solid really wherever you place it so the rugs on carpet thing yeah you really do want want that around for something new we don't get patterned carpet in rooms anymore that was a thing if if you have patterned carpet in your rooms cool i'm guessing it's probably because it was there when you moved in and you haven't had a chance to rip it out yet patterned runners are coming in i see a lot of cool ideas for patterned runners but in your main rooms, people generally go for some sort of uh, seagrass natural vibe or some sort of short pile cream or grey, something along these lines. Now, when your furniture sat all on this one single colour expanse, it just looks like it's kind of floating in the air and there's almost a visual discomfort that a rug just gets rid of. And in a bedroom, um, especially where you probably are going to find carpet or a sitting room, actually, the the rug just, just, as I've said before, it just grounds that furniture. It just brings it down to the ground. It helps your eye work out where things are, especially if you've got similar wall color to your carpet as well. It just makes you feel more comfortable and more secure in that room. I'm sure there's probably some sort of biological evolutionary uh, reason for that somewhere, but I haven't found it yet. But I'm sure, as with many of these things, there is. So some general little notes on carpet that I've found over my time. If you've found a carpet and it's not the right size, then you can layer it. It's best to have a grounding layer of some sort of natural rug or neutral rug to then put that rug on top of. Otherwise, it looks a bit crazy. 
maybe like you're selling, you know, joysticks in there or something. If you are a fan of the robot vacuum cleaner, then don't get anything with tassels or anything that is too light because it will suck those bits up and it will not work and you will be pulling tassels out of that goddamn robot multiple times a day. Plus you'll come home and it wouldn't have hoovered the house. It will have just rucked up your rug and be stuck on it and ripped half those tassels out. Similarly, you don't want tassels sort of facing doorway like you don't want to be walking over the tasseled end of a rug regularly because if they're twisted or if those tassels are plaited for example they will come apart faster with that foot traffic and also they will get dirtier faster so you'll start to see that sort of gray obviously it depends on the color if they're black you won't but if they're pale you'll start to see that sort of gray mark where people mostly walk um the like walk path and that that just never looks good does it i've mentioned ruggable which is a great place it's not an advert by the way it's just quite cool that they do rush washable rugs i'm sure there are other brands but they have a really big selection. So I've mentioned them, but other good places to go to, easy places to find good rugs. I mean, obviously you've got Ikea doing some quite cool things at the minute. They've got quite a lot of options, and but they don't think that they're massively cheap because actually I think Ikea's prices have gone up recently unless you want like their real bog standard billy book cases and stuff like that. So don't think, oh, I haven't got much of a budget. I'm just going to go to Ikea Please look around. There's lots of really good places. Um, uh, Rug Vista is one of them. Nordic Knots is good if you're looking for things that sort of have texture but not too much colour. If you've got a bit of money to spend, take a look at the rug company. They actually can do bespoke stuff as well. So if you've got a difficult size room or like a really large scale project, they're great to have a look at because you can also do some bespoke colours as well they've got a lot of designer rugs on there and things so if you want to pour a little bit of money into this take a look at them of course also you've always got places like soho home anthropology ochre again a bit pricey but really lovely designs and if you're looking for something that has a bit of sort of provenance or can give you a kind of collected look like you may have got it on holiday or had it in the family for years then take a look at places like Venteria or First Dibs and Etsy. Etsy have a lot of good kind of Moroccan things as well. A lot of the carpet creators on there are rug creators, are actually creating them themselves. So you have colour options and stuff like that and size options that are much more flexible than you may find elsewhere. And maybe surprisingly, but Dunelm have some really great offers on the more natural fibre rugs, the sort of the jute ones and the seagrasses. If you're looking for runners or something a bit smaller on that side of things, Dunelm actually have quite a lot of good stuff at the minute. So I'm going to leave you now to get rug shopping because I guarantee there's probably somewhere in your home that could do with one. So I'm going to get out your way and let you just start browsing online and going to leave you with... The knowledge that my renovation toolkit is coming out really, really soon. It's a great set of information and tools that's going to help anyone doing a renovation 
of any level really from a bathroom refit to a large extension it covers everything that you might need to think about for budgeting and it has a really really good budget sheet in there to help you create your budget and also stay on track that is massively detailed and hopefully will help you remember sort of every single thing so you have no surprises when it comes to budget and we're also at the moment just working on a list of all our favorite colors and items and things that we go to again and again to help you with the decision fatigue that also comes with these sorts of projects that you'll probably get looking for a rug sooner rather than later um sorry about that but it's going to be a really really helpful bundle of stuff and as soon as it comes out which is going to be soon I'm not giving you a date just yet because I don't want to rush it but it's not going to be long month or so max um follow our Facebook group if you haven't already ain't nobody like a homebody because we're going to put news out on there when it comes out you can register your interest because at the beginning we're just going to release a few so that we can iron out any kinks and bumps so we're going to release a few at a lower price um hoping to get some feedback in return or you can follow us on instagram at studio lff where details will be put out too and as normal any questions any feedback anything that may have been unclear or anything I've said that's thrown up other questions please get in touch I always love to hear from you guys and as you can probably tell I could talk about interiors and renovations all day every day so get in touch either on Instagram you can find our email on the website or of course um, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon bye